Uh, it sure has been the best of times. It sure has been the blurst of times. What a season it's been in season three. Well, actually, it's been pretty. It's been all right. It has been. It hasn't been great. It's been night. It's been night. Okay, I'm going to stop talking for his last cold open of season three. Here's Shane. To start, press any key. Where's the any key? No sports, no rock, no information. For mindless chatter, we're your station. See, Shane is, Shane is the king of um, writing and stuff. We've already established in the season that he knows his business. He knows mm. his uh, acting preparation. And he just said, Shane and I were having a conversation about that Brendan Fraser movie, The Whale. And Shane then picks, without my knowledge, that intro of Homer when he's also morbidly or hyper obese, whatever it is, and working from home. Segway. The thing is, in. Homer is really oh. happy. <laughs> True. Yes, I haven't. Seen... Fraser is not happy. <laughs> no, no, I've, I've, I've heard that it's a pretty sad movie, and uh, Homer is happy being a lardo, whereas Brendan Fraser not happy uh, being a lardo. So I don't know. Indeed. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get a return of that of Homer becoming uh, hyper obese to come back and, and work at home. Because when like I started working from home, it was really hard for me not to think of that episode. Pretty much at least once or twice a week. Pretty much, right? Because it's like, like I, it probably was a dream for a lot of people before. Oh, yeah, for me, for sure. Yeah, made things realistic that you could do that, right? And uh, yeah, the pandemic kind of proved that. For whatever um, reason, I buy a lot of crap off Amazon, but I never bought a drinking bird. I don't know why. Yeah, we discussed that in the last episode. And yeah. Brother, can you spare two dimes? I don't know why I don't have one either. It's one of my favorite things. It, it's such a simple thing, but it makes me laugh every single time <laughs> I see it. And if I, I don't know why I don't yeah. own one, but we've made an agreement to buy each other one for Christmas. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Um, so this one is our season three recap. We are going to be doing all our typical awards that we've done in season one and season two, including a new one for best uh, guest appearance, because there were quite a few guests in season three, way more than the first two seasons combined. Uh, we're going to start with something a little bit different, though, and I hope this translates well, because as you're listening, you might want to be uh, on our Twitter page at Simpsons underscore EBE, because this is where I'm going to post our top 10, five each, five from five from I, five from Shane, our top 10 favorite Simpsons dank memes. Um, I'm a huge fan of, uh, of memes, especially when they maybe it's like a like taking two Simpsons. Um, memes and mashing them together into something great or taking influences from the outside world. Oh yeah. Uh, memes, man. Like that. Golden yeah, age loves, of memes. Loves me some memes. So Shane and I have picked five of our favorites. Um, There's so, so many to choose from. This is, so this oh, is kind yeah. of difficult. I, I picked five of my favorites and a shout out to uh, rock bottom on Instagram because they do some of the best work and uh, they have produced many, many of my favorites. Um, so let's get to my top five. So you might want to have, uh, like I said, our, our Twitter page at Simpsons underscore EBE. I'm going to try to describe them the best I can. Uh, so number one is the the college dean. And it is when he is saying, hello, that sounds like a pig fainting. And it goes to the the bottom panel is the three nerds. But instead of the pig fainting, it's Amy Schumer. Um, oh, how dare you? Absolutely brilliant. I hate Amy Schumer. She's not funny. <laughs> uh, just a terrible, terrible comedian. Um, nice dig at Amy Schumer. She solely got rid of the rating system on Netflix. She did? Yeah, when her special dropped, everyone, well, not everyone, but the majority of people downvoted it. And now 
uh, Netflix, you just can like something or dislike something, but you don't see the user rating. You used to be able to see the user rating, like, ooh, 80%, you know? Wow. Um, yeah. I didn't know that. It makes a lot of sense because, you know, her comedy isn't comedy. It's kind of like Kevin Hart. It's not funny. But uh, I had no idea that she had that. It's, that's a cultural influence right there. So well done, Amy Schumer, for actually doing something kind of. Um, number two, uh, it is Jenny from Little Jenny from Forrest Gump yelling, run, Uter, run. And the bottom like panel, this, don't yeah. make me run. I'm full of chocolate. Uh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I love I love anytime Uter makes an appearance, especially when he has like his random German candies. He tries to feed Bart on the bus in the Trio Sephora episode. Uh, that's a that's a great one. Uh, number three might be <laughs> might be my favorite one. Uh, it's from Homer's dream fantasy when he's uh, stranded on the boat with Flanders and Bart and Todd. And uh, he's in the sugar. Do, 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 do that. He's in the land dancing with the ice cream cones. But instead, this time on the fantasy island, it's the Clav Kalesh guy dancing <laughs> with two Clav Kalesh cones. Yeah. And when the Clav Kalesh gets blown up and it's just that mystery meat on a stick it looks even better when it's it's just big mound of looks kind of like dog turds and uh the cloud kalash guy dancing with that fantastic um <laughs> number four is when the uh the the grad student babysitter comes over to babysit uh bart and lisa and she in the in in the simpsons she says you know men will always follow their video game cartridges and she makes bart run into the wall but this time it's it's Homer's head on Bart. And until now, this was the only way to get juice from an orange and Homer following uh, the the donut runs into the wall to smash his eye into the orange. Absolute brilliant mashup there. And my final one, <laughs> we were just talking about the whale and it's uh, the a screenshot from Brendan Fraser in the whale. But he's got the fat guy hat on and the moo moo with the sign. Give me ride or everybody dies from Homer. <laughs> and, mm. In the moo moo. <laughs> oh, that is, uh, that's pretty brilliant. Some magical. For, for anyone listening who hasn't watched The Whale, it is actually a really good movie. Uh, if you like that sort of thing, meaning if you like that sort of thing, maybe if you've watched Requiem for a Dream, same director, it's kind of like that in terms of tone. Yeah, I've heard it's quite good. Pretty, it'll tug at your heartstrings. It's pretty, pretty sad. Um, but yes, I'm going to watch that one soon as well. So those are my, those are my top five picks. There are so many more. Uh, let's see what Shane, yeah, yeah. Shane, what do you got now? Uh, Nick is a a Twitter guy. Uh, although he, you know, you dabble in everything pretty much. Mm -hmm. I'm more of just a Reddit person. So I got mine from, uh, Simpsons shit posting, uh, Simpsons memes. And I think there's one called like Simpsons unrelated or something like that. But uh, good stuff. Maybe they're just cherry picking from Twitter and posting it on Reddit. Who knows? I'm sure there's a little bit of both going around. Um, so my first meme is Mr. Grimes here uh, with the the title, The Older I Get, The More I Understand Frank Grimes' Mental Breakdown. Uh, this made me laugh because uh, uh, this week in particular at work, there's a lot of, uh, hmm. uh, a lot of changes going on, a lot of... Uh, uh, task switching hands. It's kind of hectic. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you it's really, easy to lose older, yourself yeah. in the shuffle. Seriously. Yeah. The, and the older you get, the real, the more you, you, uh, I, I totally get that with Grimes. Like he has to deal with an incompetent person in Homer and you always have somebody who's the idiot at work. Oh, there's always that coworker always. that's making more money than you, but you know, he's not as, you know, he doesn't contribute as much, but you know, that's his life though. 
Like that's just any yeah. workplace you work in, there's going to be that dynamic. Uh, Cause you guess what? Life's not fair. <laughs> no, but this you're... meme is funny. Uh, yes. Okay. Next meme. Uh, the next meme is Homer uh, with his hobo face uh, coming back from, well, I don't want to just describe the whole episode, but he's looking at Mo and the first panel is my dad. And then the second panel is me with my DS at 3 a.m. who didn't hear him come in. Now, this is relatable to me, uh, but one generation before this, though, I had a uh, Game Boy Color with uh, that worm uh, light or whatever mm -hmm. that you needed. Parents oh, yeah. should have never bought me that. They should have put two and two together there. Uh, you had a built-in parental control when you said lights out, and then you got me that worm light for Christmas or something, and I played that thing till like four in the morning every night, um, playing like Pokemon uh, Silver or whatever. Anyways, I found that funny. Uh, really relatable. Uh, okay, third meme. Uh, first panel is, doesn't your father ever read to you? And the second panel is, he tried once, but he got confused and thought the book was real. Third panel, he's still looking for that chocolate factory for it consumes him. Now, the reason why I found this so funny is Nick and I always talk about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory um it's just an ongoing gag or just naturally just comes up during the podcast so this made me chuckle um we'll never not talk about that uh that deadbeat grandpa r.i.p coke nails <laughs> grandpa that's our boy Indeed. right there i don't know how he's come up and how he's become a running gag but somehow he has and yeah i like that i figured that's where you were going when i first yeah. saw this one yeah, yeah nicely done nicely done uh and then four to five is so you've ruined the family pc and instead of the gag where it's you've ruined your life and it's a pregnancy, it is the LimeWire logo. Uh, <laughs> for those who are born after, for those 2000 kids, uh, this is how we used to pirate stuff uh, was LimeWire. And it was not good. I can't tell you how many times I downloaded something and it was like the same. I think it was like this weird JFK thing or whatever. Or I tried to download like, hey, yeah. Because everyone was downloading the song Hey Ya by Outkast at the time. And <laughs> I I actually did ruin a family PC by downloading too much off LimeWire because most of the stuff was, <laughs> was friggin' viruses, man. Um, yeah, there was so no really real funny. way. Like you could kind of tell sometimes, but like I remember one time trying, it was a Green Day song trying to download it. And I thought I'd try a couple different links and it was, it was in Russian every single time. It was some crazy ass Russian thing. I think it was Russian. Who knows? But yeah, you you really it was it was the complete wild west of trying to get music illegally. Uh, yeah, many many a PCs across the world ruined because of the viruses downloaded from LimeWire. Solid meme, solid <laughs> reference in general. And last but not five. least is uh, me following the Uber drive the Uber Eats driver, and it's the picture of Burns during the Trios of Horror episode where he's a vampire, and he's kind of like large like ominous in the distance with the castle and kind of like the curvy road going to his lair and uh this is me though like when i order something it's like oh i've ordered you know like uh a big mac and where is it <laughs> man <that's laughs> or domino's so where is it yeah it's 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 pretty crazy how accurate that is because you don't want them to take the wrong turn or something like that and you know next thing you know they're gone for 20 extra minutes and your food's cold or something like people that. forget but like in my area you could not get mcdonald's delivered to you 
like Uber didn't really take off. Like, I don't know about you, but like Uber Eats wasn't really that popular until the pandemic. Like li- no, literally, like we do not, we forget what life was like prior to this, but people were not delivering things to your door without even knocking on the door. <laughs> yeah. You can literally just say, leave it at the door because you have like a video doorbell or you follow the app like Mr. Burns, like this meme, and you know exactly when they've dropped it off. So there's no human interaction at all. Um, so yeah, that's why this meme uh, made it into my top five. Yeah. Yes, uh, indeed, indeed. So some some great memes. They'll all they all can be found at Simpsons underscore uh, ebe. So uh, head on over there if you want to link up the visuals with what we are talking about. Um, so let's 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 get to season three though and recap it. Uh, one word to describe season three. Um, what 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 would you what would you say for season three? Because it really it kind of feels like an extension of season two, right. but better extension. It's not quite season four, the golden age. It's really really close. What would you what would you go? Uh, my one word would be solid. You know, just solid. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a, that's a pretty good descriptor because. All our episodes, or not all, but most of them from season three have been, I feel at least we've said decent or solid as a descriptor of them in our post-rating recaps. I think. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking back to that now. Like, yeah, we, we usually do say something along those lines. Um, is that kind of a fair summary as to why you pick solid? Uh, yeah, like overall the episodes, uh, yeah, I guess our rating system is kind of, tell that story right and the majority of the episodes were good quality we didn't have like a we had i think how many times did we dip to the fives twice very Uh, rarely did we ever are you talking about post rating specifically post rating like post rating yeah i think we dipped mr mr leisha mr lisa i went five you went a 5.8 yeah um like father like clown i went with a four you went with a five uh and then in separate vocations uh, you went with a, you were a little bit more generous than I was, but uh, you went with a five and I went with a 3.5. That was my lowest rated episode of season three. But in comparison to two and one combined, there were many, many more sevens, eights, and some nines that worked their way in there than in the first couple of seasons, right? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I, I think my word's close in that we're, we were really close to the golden age and obviously we we are just based on the numerical order that we're going in but even just in the episode structure and the ways in the ways that the episode flows um like especially when they don't have uh, a b story just to fill time when it's just a really good story and there are so many jokes in there and the whole thing flows really well we're getting really really close to that and we're getting to the point where there are so many gags and funny things per episode that we have a substantial amount to choose from by the time we go to pick our favorite. Gag. Oh yeah. Lots. Yeah. Right. So we're, we're, we're close. We are very, very close to the golden age. The fact that season four starts with camp crunchy is, is basically an indicator right there, right? We're right on that precipice of greatness. Uh, so I think close is. Gosh, um, what a great episode. Oh man, I'm looking forward to that one. It is going to be a, a heck. I haven't watched that episode in a long time too. It's one of my favorites. So uh, I'm kind of curious to see if I overrate it a bit. Um, awards time though. Let's let's dig into the awards. This is what you're all all here for. Um, we need some sort of like big intro song, like in the Montgomery. Something Burns. copyright free. Yeah. 
Yeah, kind of like that. That you know the the Burns excellence in the la in oh, oh brother can you spare two dimes that kind of intro song. We need something like grand, but like shitty because like we're really basic here, right? If so I didn't get anything, uh, that's because I couldn't find anything. <laughs> so if you're not listening to uh, <laughs> to some fun like game show music, then uh, that's because I couldn't find anything. There we go. Um, so the first episode, the Mojo Award for best one-off, uh, our nominees for this season: uh, Leon Kampowski and Stark Raving Dad. The Monkey Paw, I, I guess it's not really a character, but I loved it so much, and you did too, in Trios oh, 4 yeah. too. Uh, Ronnie Beck in the Saturdays of Thunder, and the German guys who buy the power plant of Burns for Kaufen for Kraftwerk. Um, previous winners, we went with Jacques in Season 1 and Richie Sakai in Season 2. Uh, who is your winner for Season 3? You'll be Saudi. <laughs> yeah, definitely that. Monkey Shane, Paw. Yeah. Shane is going with the monkey paw. It's kind of weird how that little, you know, that that little thing. Oh, in, that's just, like one of the one, best misdirections ever. It is. It it really is. And how it it's only in one act of an episode, and it's it's that memorable that it, it gets this uh, nomination. I'm gonna go with Ronnie Beck because when I was a when I was a kid and I first watched that episode, the way Bart talks about Ronnie Beck, you think it's like an old dude. Um, you know, who's a grizzled veteran who's won it, but then it comes in and he's like seven years old and he's got like the slippers and the, and the, and the scarf. When I was a kid that blew my mind, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, they did that. And I still enjoy seeing it to this day. And like Bart admires him, even though he's clearly older than Ronnie. Um, so Ronnie Beck is my winner. We need some sort of like da 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 for, for the award winners. Shane's going to try to try to find a copyright of that. But if he doesn't, then yeah. nothing is going to happen in this <laughs> space, right? Here. You win. All right. Um, lady. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix it in post. We'll yeah. fix it in post. Uh, this is a new one. The uh, the Lady Gaga Award for Best Guest Star. Lady Gaga, of course, the greatest guest star in the history of The Simpsons. Um, so the, the Lady Gaga Award for, of course, I'm being sarcastic, if you couldn't tell. Best Guest. So here, we had some great ones. Oh, you're Ooh, not being sarcastic. Ones. You're one of her little monsters, aren't you? You know what? She's a, a fine singer, but her I have seen that episode that she appeared in in The Simpsons, and it might be the worst episode in the history of the show. Did you watch the newest Batman? The Batman? No, the one with the the guy the the guy who doesn't you know Twilight who, himself. Uh, yeah, the guy who never he. What I'm trying to say is he never looks like he knows what's going on. That guy. It's <laughs> an interesting description. I thought yeah. he acted very well in it. Uh, I thought he was a good heard. Batman, not a great Wayne, but maybe. It's because we haven't seen a young Wayne before. All the Waynes that we've... Sorry. I really like Batman. I could get into it. But anyways, uh, The Joker. Did you watch that with Joaquin Phoenix? I did watch Joker, yes. So there is going to be a sequel. And guess who is going to be the female lead? Lady Gaga? You bet. Oh, look at that. So maybe she'll uh, maybe she'll pull her weight in that. Well, she was good in that other movie with that guy. And Remember in the trailer, he was always wearing a garbage bag? That movie... Oh, wait, no, that wasn't her. That was Silver Linings. I'm thinking of the other movie. Star is Born. Star is Born. She's pretty good in that. Um, but anyways, Lady Gaga Award for Best Guest Star. We had a bunch in Season 3. Heads this new award. So here are the nominees. Uh, Aerosmith, collectively, in Flaming Moe. Sting, in Radio Bart. Beverly D'Angelo as Lurlene in uh, Colonel Homer. And all of the baseball players who appeared in Homer at the bat. Shane, what are you going with? 
even though I do not watch baseball, I will still say that all the baseball players from Homer at Bat would be the best guest. Like, they, the, yeah. what they did with all those, for one, that I think, uh, has there ever been an episode with more guest stars than that? All I, don't, I, I don't believe so. If there is, they're not as good, because no. I, I don't know of them. So maybe there is. Maybe later in the seasons or whatever they have a bunch. But, um, man, what they do with these characters in that episode is just so funny. I'm, I'm going to go with the ball players as well. Like, this, just the fact that you had, like you said, all of those people, and they still wrote them into the episode that obviously these aren't voice actors and stuff, right? But they still were able to give a performance that uh, that's kind of suited their character. Whatever they were written for, they were still able to do it. Ozzy Smith was into the mystery hole. Ken Griffey Jr. with the gigantism. You can just picture him right now drinking the tonic, sitting in the chair. Mike Sosha dying from radioactive poisoning. Strawberries deadpan delivery. Like, everyone delivered in that episode. And the storyline was just absolutely amazing. So, all the ball players involved in Homer at the bat. Heck, they got the episode in the Baseball Hall of Fame. So, yeah, they they win the, the, the Lady Gaga Award for collective best guest. There's that sound clip again. Or maybe not, because maybe Shane wasn't able to find it. I'll stop referencing. <laughs> All right, my boy. It's time for the Jeff Dunham Award. My boy, you know, why do I love Jeff Dunham, Shane? Uh, he's your favorite stand-up comedian. That's yeah. right, because he's terrible, but he keeps making money somehow. And he does it with puppets like a weirdo. Um, so the Jeff Dunham Award for Best Gag, uh, based on uh, our, our, our post ratings of Best Gag and ones that I think really stood out to us, um, so here we go. Homer saying hello to the chief in Stark Raving Dad. You absolutely loved that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Burns, when he's making the robot Homer, saying the guy from Radio Shack ah, thought I was shit, mad. This is going to be tough. Yeah. yeah in Trias 4 2. He's sending our love down the well song in Radio Bart and Krusty's amazing performance in that. As well as. It's like top four. Yeah. Radio Bart. It's one of our, yeah. it's one of our I hope everyone enjoyed songs. us singing along to that. Sorry, yes. Yes, maybe that maybe that's what uh, maybe that's what won it. And uh, the, and the mystery spot, Ozzy Smith going down the the mystery spot and disappearing Jeez, off the face this of the is earth. Tough. Uh, previous winners, we we've been we've been unanimous so far. We, mm-hmm. we want the flinging rabbit in season one from Call of the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, and the ambulance driving into the tree immediately. Yeah, of course, yeah. In, in Bart the Daredevil, this is a tough one. Real good ones to choose from. Yeah, I'm gonna put really you on the spot solid. Uh, okay, so this is for me. It's between Chief and Radio Shack. I've seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I I watched it growing up from a young age. I'm not sure if that's good, but uh, I <laughs> did anyways. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have. Um, but ah, oh, it's just so funny. But uh, I'm gonna have to go with the guy from Radio Shack. You but, win. Uh, the delivery and the expression, the way it's animated. Uh, the timing for me is just so funny. Um, plus the whole like thing with my life where I almost worked at a Radio Shack. Um, and I, you know, I had a Radio Shack. I went there. Just is so funny to me. So for me, it's Radio Shack. The delivery is what really gets it for me because you really don't see that line coming. And the way um, Harry delivers it is perfect. And like you said, it, it really does work together, even though it is just a small line in that act. Of treehouse but this is gonna be the first year we differ i am going with the mystery spot the mystery spot is one of i love my nonsense i love my like how the hell did they think of that type of nonsense where did that come from and to have ozzy smith 
literally just walk into a circus tent and fall into this spot that he just basically falls into another dimension. And and the fact that it's just like some guy in a booth in the desert. <laughs> I'm like, what what is going on here? Absolutely brilliant. That's one of my all time favorite moments. So the mystery spot. That one takes the Jeff Dunham Award uh, for me. All right, moving on to the Des Moines, Iowa. Shout out to Des Moines. I haven't given a nice shout out to my boys. Actually, you know what? In NHL uh, 23, in my hut team, uh, I currently have uh-huh. the Iowa Wild jersey. as one of my jerseys. Uh, nice. And my boys from Iowa. So shout out to Iowa. So the Des Moines Award for best episode. Some great uh, options here once again. Treehouse of Horror 2, Saturdays of Thunder, Radio Bart, and Homer at the Bat. Again, that's on our collective post-rating episodes that have garnered the highest ratings throughout Season 3. So again, Trios of Horror 2, Saturdays of Thunder, Radio Bart, and Homer at the Bat. We have not... This is the, this is the only award we have never uh, sunk, uh, sunk up upon, synced up upon, because in Season 1, I picked Krusty Gets Busted, you picked Call of the Simpsons. Season mm-hmm. 2, I said uh, the Fugu episode, and you said Bart the Daredevil. So what are you going with for Season 3? Ah, it's a tough one because they're all very good. All very, very good. This is the first one I think that has been really, really tough to decide upon. Yeah, it's it is really tough. Um, You know what? I'm going to have to go with Homer at bat. Um, That might be surprising to some people because I don't watch baseball and I honestly don't know who all of the famous people are (laughs) (laughs) but uh i think the writing uh just makes that episode so good all the other episodes are also really good um but i think it's a testament to someone who doesn't watch baseball uh obviously likes sports movies and all that jazz uh but it still is one of my favorite episodes so yeah i'm gonna go with homer at bat this is a great episode it's a pretty good logic that if, yeah, it sucks a guy in like Shane who's not a baseball fan, but it's still one of his favorite episodes. And even though he doesn't know who the players are, it's such a well-written episode. They still got all that sc- all the screen time uh, for all of those baseball players. And, uh, you know, they were able to find great nonsensical things that you could see happen to them in the Simpsons universe. The storyline is just fantastic. Um, that is my favorite as well definitely it might be by the time we get to the end whenever we decide to stop doing this it might be it it probably will be in my top five list of top five best episodes it is that good and i think that's why uh my close word summarizes this season because like that was toward the end ish of the season three run and so it's it's getting real close to that season four it's almost in that it almost in season four yeah. And the fact yeah. that it's it's right there, it's right there with them, and it's that good, it, it just shows how close we are. Uh, the principal and the pauper award for worst episode, um, you and I yeah. have two for two. We've been in sync on this one. Our, our nominees for this season, we already kind of alluded to, Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington, Like Father, Like Clown, and Separate Vocations. What are you going with for this one? Uh, so Separate Vocations had its moments kind of ish like uh, all three of these episodes deserve to be here um but man lisa goes to washington i was completely you zoned out out of it you were completely zoned out didn't care at all like i i don't care about american politics you know i just i couldn't care less um boring yeah 
So, so yeah, from <laughs> see, Mr. Lee Sin. You, yeah. you don't even have words to say about it. You were so did, disinterested. Did I even have a favorite gag? And that is that the one I didn't have a gag? Uh, that was the one I remember you struggling to actually come up um, with a gag. Right. For for your final, I remember you taking quite a bit. Uh, yours was it wasn't even a gag. It was the image of uh, the eagle appearing in front of Lisa when she was trying to be inspired. Oh yeah, man, that's weak. Yeah, yeah. and mine was the Simpsons limo sign with that. Hey, that guy's the same name as same name as us. So there really wasn't lots to choose from. Uh, we have been in sync for two seasons. We both picked Summon Enchanted Evening Season 1, Two Cars in Every Garage, another political episode in Season 2. This is the first season we differ. Uh, differ. I'm going to go like father, like clown. I remember that episode as being fun to start, and it is, because you get some Mr. Teeny moments and a couple of good things. But then the episode goes into, like, huge, um, like, Jewish history. Not Jewish history, but um, I guess just, like, Bart and Rabbi Krustovsky trading barbs with each other in jewish religious belief to try to one-up each other it's it's like i get the point that we're trying to to, to make in that episode but it's not funny and it's really really dry especially yeah. when i was a kid i didn't get a lot of it even now understanding it i still don't it's not funny i don't like the storyline um not all three like you said deserve to be there but that one that one did it for me that one i found very very boring in the last two acts um of the episode all right, the Helen Lovejoy Award for Least Valuable Character. Now, some of these you might find a little bit interesting. Um, Marge makes a return for the third season in a row. Uh, yeah. But also Krusty and Principal Skinner. And now, the reason why I picked them is that if you look on the grand scheme of things and the episodes that they were featured in in this season, plus what they were able to do with those characters throughout the episodes, even if they were you know just having a one-off line or something like that, they did, neither Krusty or Skinner, I felt, really brought a lot to the table in this season uh, very much. Like, the Krusty had a really bad episode in, like, Father Like Clown. Skinner didn't really yeah. have as many moments. Marge, in general, you know, there was Homer alone, but that in itself was mm. kind of a, it was all right, episode. Yeah. Um, I went with Marge in season one, where you went with Mr. Burns. We both said Ringo Starr in season two for his <sighs> horrible guest it appearance. awful. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, who are you going with for your least valuable in season three? So I think Skinner redeemed himself in the auto episode. Um, I thought his he had like some really good gags in there, and it kind of built out his character about Nom and stuff. Mm. Um, I laughed how he was just happy that Otto was driving the bus again, even though he just went through a bunch of stop signs. Like, I don't know. Uh, so I think Skinner gets a pass. Uh, but I will say, uh, definitely not as strong a season. Definitely not. Crusty uh, and Marge, though, they're pretty close to me. I think I'm going to have to go with Marge again. Um, she didn't do much this season again. No. So uh, no. they really haven't flushed out her character. Now, there are good episodes coming. Like, I can think of at least four that are really good. Um but really nothing nothing this season. I'm going to go with Marge. There, You're right. There are a couple of good Mar uh, Marge episodes in season four. Um, but yeah, I'm also going to have to go with Marge. Um, Krusty has a couple of small moments throughout the season where he makes you laugh. Like even when in uh, Black Widower, when Sideshow Bob is picking up garbage and Krusty and Mr. Teeny and Mr. Teeny hucks the uh, 
the milkshake. And then again, when he's driving with Mr. Teeny when in Homer Alone, when Marge has the breakdown and he gets mad at Mr. Teeny for spilling chocolate all over the seat when he's eating his ice cream. So maybe I guess that's Mr. Teeny. That's a good moment. There's still yeah. good moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Marge, like Lisa has some standout moments and they really flesh out her character this season. Uh, Bart and Homer are fantastic. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I have to go with Marge almost by default because there really isn't a lot that that character brought to the table. So that will change in uh, season four. And our final award, the Mole Man Award for most valuable character. Uh, three nominees here. Um, in season one, we both agreed on Bart. And season two, or so, sorry, season one, we both agreed on Homer. Season two, we both agreed on Bart. They are both back as nominees in season three, Bart and Homer, as well as the collective guests. So every guest that appeared in season three. What do you got? How do you not choose when you're given the option, the collective guests of season three? Season three, it's like a bunch of famous people watch seasons one and two, and then they're like, I want to be on this show. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just had guest after guest. Not all of them were great. Most of them were, I would say, this season. Most of them were actually pretty good. Um, and they utilized them really well. So I'm going to have to go with all the guests for this season because a lot of the episodes, if you take out the guests, you, you just you don't have an episode. A lot of episodes this season were based upon what guest stars they could get. True, and that is why I'm going to agree with you for the third straight season and the MVC goes to the collective guests of season three. If you take a look at the best episodes, the ones that we rated, uh, Radio Bart... Um, Flaming Moe was great, Colonel Homer, Homer at the Bat. All of those have fantastic guest voices in them. And it's not to the point yet where they just bank. We've, I've said this many, many times, especially this season. It's not where they're just banking an episode on having guests in there. It's having the guest and what they're able to do with said guest. Even like in Flaming Moe with having um, Joey Hamilton or Joey Kramer uh, in, in the in the bus trying to get his drumsticks from Mrs. Krabappel. Uh, there are some, there are little things that they were able to do. Um, Sting was great. He, he killed it in Radio Bart. Beverly D'Angelo killed it in Colonel Homer. All those baseball players. And so now you have a show where, like you said, there were some episodes that interested those people. They got into it. Well, now you, you never really know what you're going to see every single week. I, I could just imagine going back into the fall of 92 and looking towards season four and thinking, wow, who knows what guest star we're going to get this week. If there even going to be, is going to be a guest star, maybe there won't be and the story's still going to be great. So you've gotten into that area where anything can happen. Anyone can be on the show. And the storyline that you're going to get for the most part is likely going to be pretty good because the, the, the good outweighs the bad by far throughout season three. So the guest stars, have put the show over the top and giving it the big three that I kind of just mentioned. Uh, and in going into season four, it is going to be great. Now, uh, as we wrap this episode, Shane, what are you, is there an episode specifically that you're looking forward to the most in season four? Oh uh, gosh. Is it cliche that it's like, obviously camp crusty. Um, let me just quickly look at the episode list. <laughs> oh man, you are going to have um, some trouble picking just one because there are some fantastic episodes in season four. It starts with um, it starts with two crusty episodes, or starts and ends. It's bookended by crusties. 
There's Camp Krusty to begin. Krusty gets canceled, where you, again you have a collective guest doing. Oh, Streetcar Named Marge is really good. Streetcar Named Marge. Last yeah. exits to Springfield. Mm-hmm. Itchy there. Scratchy the movie, pretty good. Marge uh, versus the Monorail, one of the possibly the greatest episode of all time. Uh, this is going to be a fan. Trios four three. We got yeah. Trios four three. Yeah, Mister Plow. Right? Yeah. Uh, Marge versus the monorail. My God. Um, it is it brother is from the same planet. Like, yeah. Whacking day is pretty good. Actually. Now that I think about it. Yep. Um, anyways. Yeah. Yes. So some fantastic stuff, uh, coming here, but before we end this episode, before we get into season four, we've got to get to Shane's plug time. Here it is. The final one of season three. Yeah, thanks for everyone for coming on this ride for us. We're we completed three seasons, um, and we're about to start season four. So, thank you so much for listening. And if you want to get in contact with us and follow the show, the best way to do that is to go on our Twitter page at Simpsons underscore EBE, where we interact with uh, all of you. And you know, if when you interact with us, you get mentioned on the show, and it's a fun kind of meta thing. So please check us out. And if you're listening to us on whatever platform, most of you Spotify, if you could follow us and rate us, that helps out the show. And if you want to donate money to Nick and I, you don't have to. Uh, But if you do, there's a link under the description there called Buy Me a Coffee. And uh, we'll use that money for, uh, I don't know, (laughs) more Um, sound equipment. I don't know. (laughs) Well, yeah, because we we have come with some. Maybe we could buy like a giant drinking bird, like a six foot tall one. Like, oh yeah, put on the lawn. Yeah. Oh, it's going right in my living room. No, I don't oh, there you go. I, yeah. I don't want. I don't want little gypsy kids. The hounds will probably love it. it. Oh no, they'll just bark. Oh, we got this baby swing thing. We put like a plastic baby in it. Oh, they tried to eat the baby. So it'll be interesting to see when the actual kid gets here. So <laughs> maybe, maybe sometime in season four, uh, my child will get eaten by two basset hounds. We'll find out, and uh, we'll find out if the episodes in season four are as good as we remember them. Heck, that's the whole point of the show. Like Shane said, thank you very much for listening. Uh, get at us at Simpsons underscore EBE. If you, you know, you like the show, you want to see us canceled, whatever it is, give us a shout and uh, uh, we'll get back to you. That's for sure. And uh, we just, we, heck, we just love doing this. This is, it's been a lot of fun. I can't believe we've already done three seasons in a combined. What have we done? Seven months now, seven months we've been doing this in, in total time. That's a pretty good pace actually. Yeah. yeah, and that's with me. Uh, I got the dead for one week. I was I was dead, and 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 with me moving too. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into season four. And heck, maybe one of these episodes too. I'll be one. Well, maybe it'll be season four. Maybe season five. We'll be joined by my little soybean, who will uh, who will be in my arms watching an episode along with us for the first time. Looking forward to that. Anyways, uh, I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, and let us know if you, if you, maybe we were missing somebody who should have been a nominee, you feel for an award. In oh season. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Get at us. Let us know. So yeah, hit us at Simpsons underscore EBE. We'll catch you in season four. <laughs>